I have a favorite baseball team now. I love sports. I'm a sports girly, and my team is the Savannah Bananas. Now, I don't even know if that means Savannah, Georgia, or what, but I am their biggest fan. This trend on TikTok to Lizzie McAlpine's song Ceilings is my absolute ultimate. Inject it into my veins. I want this trend in an IV. I'm gonna be in Savannah at the end of April because I'm speaking, and if I don't meet that guy out, I am contacting the Department of Defense. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. It jumped up a notch. It did, didn't it? I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics, the first and only conservative pop culture show. Thumbs up this episode, subscribe to this channel, sacrifice your firstborn son, turn on the notification bell. Speaking of escalating quickly, I'm starting to worry about Hailey Bieber's mental health. Are things being taken too far? Fans chanted F Hailey Bieber during a recent performance of Just Dance, and also, I want to give my sort of breakdown on what the deal is with this love triangle, if I was a betting person. Then we must dive into this new debate amongst conservatives about whether or not Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles are too harsh and losing the debate on trans issues. A Daily Wire reporter recently quit because of this. My queen, Jenna Ortega, did a new interview with Elle magazine. We'll discuss the highlights. And then we'll talk about my other queen, Sydney Sweeney, and my king, Glenn Powell, because new pictures of them have been released on the set of the new rom-com that they're starring in, and your ovaries are not ready. Trust me. I'm a hot little potato right now. Before we dive right into our Five Orange Juicy episode, I want to remind you it is Thursday. The new Spillover episode comes out tonight at 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight Eastern. I am interviewing a very well-known non-toxic influencer to talk about everything from not using deodorant, sorry, to bee pollen and how she was canceled from a huge non-toxic brand for her views on traditional marriage. Now, Many of you know who she is. I say she's so crunchy, she's crispy, and it's one of my favorite episodes of the year. Subscribe to The Spillover anywhere you get your podcasts, and don't forget to leave a five-star review after you listen. I'm worried things are getting too out of hand with Hailey Bieber, hey, and I'm honestly a little concerned about her mental health. Recently, the crowd at Rolling Loud chanted F Hailey Bieber during Justin Bieber's performance with Don Tolliver. This is unedited, by the way, in case you have little ears around. Everybody take a step back. Please. 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 
it just seems a little too far to me. Now, I think no matter what Haley and Kylie Jenner say, they have been sliding Selena on social media. And I think that unfollowing them is fine to kind of stick it to them. But man, I am not sold on the chance. I was literally texting my friend last night about all this drama and she was like, okay, Alex, what do you really think the deal is? Is Justin actually still in love with Selena? Does he really love Haley? And I'm gonna tell you what I told her. I think Haley Bieber was obsessed with Justin Bieber as a teenager and had enough celebrity connections and mutual friends to get herself into his orbit. That happened to be in the midst of the up and down toxic nature of him and Selena. And in the moment, Haley probably seemed really steady in comparison and he just pulled the trigger. That's why he was with Selena just two months before he proposed to Haley. I'm a mess. I think Selena is his fiery soulmate type of first love and the one that got away, but Haley is a good wife for him. I think he seems like a selfish jerk and only someone who's more passive than him and willing to put him first like Haley would ever even work with him. Selena was never gonna put up with that and that's why they had this push and pull. People wonder if Selena and Justin would ever get back together. I don't see any type of future with Selena and Justin on a relationship or marriage level. The only scenario I could see is if him and Haley ever got divorced, which I really don't think is gonna happen, or at least not anytime soon, maybe he and Selena would like hook up once or twice out of passion, you know, if they saw each other at the same party or something, but Justin has a lot of issues. And while I believe Selena does too, she's taken a lot of time in therapy and with being off social media to really address those. And I'm not sure Justin is really on her level anymore as an adult. You, you are not on my level, Nicole. Longer. You never will be on my level. Do not compare yourself to me. People have to understand that while they may have had fire between them as teenagers, now they're basically in their 30s. I don't think that they're emotionally compatible anymore. Haley would have to be pried off of Justin with her cold, dead, donut-glazed, manicured hands, so I don't think she's going anywhere, at least anytime soon. You're a believer? No, to be honest, this is this is the truth. I, he was so new that I didn't really know a lot about him yet. But all eyes were focused on Gomez's boyfriend, Justin Bieber, who attended the movie premiere in support of his girlfriend. This article popped up on my Twitter timeline and I was like, okay, juicy. Why I'm leaving the Daily Wire. There is a critical distinction between speaking truth and being tactless, between sticking to the facts and sticking it to the libs by Christina Buttons. Okay, you have my attention. So. I guess this girl is a former leftist who's very against the trans activism factory pumping out mutilated kids. She's an independent journalist who likes to focus on stories about this, and The Daily Wire offered her a job where she could specifically cover these types of stories. She said she's really been happy with that job until she believed that Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles, two hosts of The Daily Wire, recently went too far with their anti-trans rhetoric. While she is against the pushing of transitioning on children, she doesn't have a problem with adults transitioning. And so, because of that, she feels like these two recent examples from Matt and Michael signify that conservatives are taking it too far in our rhetoric. Here is what Matt Walsh said to Dylan Mulvaney that Christina Buttons didn't like. As an attractive woman or as a woman at all, uh, even with 50 pounds of makeup and plastic surgery and clever lighting tricks, even then you still cannot escape what you really are and what you will always be. You have successfully shed Whatever parts of you were masculine, perhaps, at least on the surface, nobody would ever describe you as masculine or manly, so you've got that going. But your femininity quotient has not increased at a rate commensurate with the loss of your masculinity. 
Um, you may not be masculine, but you also aren't feminine. Instead, you are you are weird and artificial. You are manufactured and lifeless. You are unearthly and eerie. You are like some kind of human deep fake. That's what you are. You are a man deprived of all the best qualities of men, but without any of the best qualities of women. Even your personality is contrived. Everything about you is fake. Nothing about you rings true. Nobody buys the act. You'll never be accepted as a woman by anyone, never by anyone. Even the people who pretend to accept you as a woman are only pretending because they're afraid of being lectured if they don't. It wasn't just Christina Buttons who had a problem with that video, by the way. A lot of other so-called conservatives felt like it was too harsh and mean-spirited to really be effective. And in her article explaining what was the last straw for her as a Daily Wire employee, Christina also mentioned Michael Knowles' recent remarks at CPAC. There can be no middle way in dealing with transgenderism. It is all or nothing. If transgenderism is true, if men really can become women, then it's true for everybody of all ages. If transgenderism is false, as it is, if men really can't become women, as they cannot, then it's false for everybody too. And if it's false, then we should not indulge it, especially since that indulgence requires taking away the rights and customs of so many people. If it is false, then for the good of society, and especially for the good of the poor people who have fallen prey to this confusion, transgenderism must be eradicated from public life entirely. The whole preposterous ideology at every level. Christina and the left both accused Michael Knowles of saying that transgender people should be eradicated or wiped off this earth. Now, I think anyone with a brain knows that he is talking about transgender ideology and this belief that, you know, gender is fluid and that it should be totally acceptable to change genders if you want to, whether you're an adult or a child. So. What do you think? Were both of these men off base with these comments? Does it hurt us as conservatives in convincing people to come to our side? Or were these blunt and direct statements exactly what culture needs to hear right now? What is your name? My name is Mora. I loved this L interview with Jenna Ortega. She talked about being an introvert and how she really is Wednesday in real life. The interviewer wrote she wanted to be an actor after watching Man on Fire, the Denzel Washington kidnapping thriller marked by Dakota Fanning's standout performance when she was maybe a little too young. And Fanning was just so believable that Jenna Ortega had nightmares for months. Now that really reminded me of myself because I became obsessed with scary movies after seeing Stir of Echoes and I think it was Kevin Bacon who was in that movie. That was my first thriller and I loved it. Jenna also talked about how she loves shopping at antique stores, record stores, bookstores. Okay, relatable queen. And she's never afraid to ask for more blood in movies. Also relatable queen, no, I'm just kidding. But she says that she's going to take a month off this year and travel with a flip phone and completely hide away and have a break. Love that, goals. She isn't dating anyone right now. She isn't interested in dating right now because she's just starting her career. And the idea she said of being super vulnerable with someone doesn't sound appealing. She doesn't like being all, and I quote, goo goo gaga with a boy. Although she does have a romantic comedy coming up. She also has the new Scream, the second season of Wednesday, and then another thriller directed, ironically, by the same guy who did Man on Fire that got her interested in acting all those years ago. She really talked about how it was Dakota Fanning's ability to be a child actor and just still scare her so much and that really inspired her to want to pursue acting. I didn't hurt you. 
Sweeney and Glenn Powell were spotted filming their new rom-com together, and sir, who gave you the right? I am absolutely ill over this man. He should be illegal. And don't even get me started on Sydney. Imagine looking this good with no filters, lighting, Photoshop. This is them raw. Look at her stomach. Natural huge boobs and a stomach that flat. We hate her. No, we don't, but we do. I get really in my head with body comparison lately, and I was just really happy that this was a topic I got to discuss with my spillover guest this week. We get into if women are actually supposed to have stomachs that flat and if a little pooch is normal or not. Now, this episode is gonna completely change your perspective, I think. I seriously cannot wait for you to hear this one. My whole team geeked out about it too and loved it. My producer literally went out of the way yesterday to be like, Alex, I re-listened the episode. It is so good. I told you I thought today's episode was gonna be a slammer. I like the stories today. Do you think that I got it right or wrong on Haley and Justin? Did Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles take things too far? Do you think that women are supposed to have completely flat stomachs? Thumbs up this episode, subscribe, comment below, and turn on the notifications bell or you won't know when new episodes drop. We're back Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda, Monday through Thursday. I'm Alex Clark and this is Poplitics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics where you can see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.